welcome to this week's episode of the CPO Strategy Podcast. As always, I'm Sean Garlier-Parch, and today we'll be joined by Fadi El Mualam, a global procurement executive with over 20 years of experience in the industry. He'll be talking about talent management today and how procurement can retain good people inside the industry. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the CPO Strategy Podcast. The dedicated procurement podcast brought to you by CPO Strategy Magazine that delivers valuable C-level perspective into the core issues surrounding procurement transformation, digitalization, sustainability, talent, the procure tech ecosystem, and more. Each episode delivers powerful and inspiring insight from those who are leading transformation strategies within the world's biggest and best-known companies. The CPO Strategy Podcast. Disrupt. Transform. Evolve. It's interesting. I'll tell you a little bit how, how I got into procurement. Uh, my background is, is started in architecture, and uh, I'm an architect by trade and training. Um, and... Uh, Really, architecture uh, gave me the opportunity to kind of get into the real estate cost estimating, cost engineering space. And that's how I interacted with procurement, doing RFPs and responding to RFPs. I was on the supplier side, basically. Uh, And I saw that vast space where lots of decisions are made and uh, a lot of engagements and interactions. So uh, I was even more interested to get into that. And that was my next uh, next job. as a procurement manager for a real estate development company, uh, where I kind of balanced both my business side and design and uh, architectural real estate side. Uh, and I kind of uh, lived both passions. And, you know, uh, my next job was in tech. And that's how I, I started in, in the space uh, more deeply on the procurement sourcing side. I think the dynamics of the space, like you don't go to college to study procurement or sourcing. That is like, it's, yeah, there are supply chain courses and classes and programs, but a lot of people, they come from procurement to procurement from different places. And it's evolving space. It's very dynamic and you can be as creative as you want to be. And that's what really drives me to procurement because it's it's, it's not that static as a lot of people think. It's, it's actually a very dynamic space. A lot of people, they come to procurement out of uh, either curiosity or because they felt that the job is interesting to them and they want to try it out and they ended up there for many years and they make a career out of it. Fadi is well aware about the challenges that procurement has faced over the past few years and believe procurement now has a seat at the top table and is well positioned within an organisational structure in 2023. I think the space is getting more interesting, uh, you know, viewing all the challenges we've had in the last two, three years, uh, pandemic and inflation and all the uh, supply chain issues. I think that brought uh, procurement to the front, uh, to the top of mind uh, and to the boardroom discussions. Um, now, sea levels, they talk, they bring procurement into the picture, which is, which is great. That's what we want. We want procurement to be more strategic. Uh, we want to be part of the decision making. And we want to add value to drive uh, the company to the next level uh, during during those uh, tough times. Coupled with all the innovation technology that that are happening, which uh, which are helping procurement in a big way to become more strategic and 
more interesting. If you look at any CEOs, their top of mind or CFOs, you always find um, inflation, supply chain challenges in their top list. And it's never been there before. Uh, that's their concern. Even supplier risk sometimes now it's becoming even how you partner with, with suppliers and how you get your risk because that's affecting your businesses big time. People, companies in oil industries will have a hard time achieving long-term success. It's a statement that Fadi aligns himself with and he discusses the importance of attracting good people in procurement and believes it is essential to long-term growth. And I think talent is always, uh, has been and will, will become even more so uh, the utmost importance for any executive, not just procurement, but procurement in particular, uh, first because of, of the transient uh, effect that's happening in industry, right? There's a lot of people moving around and uh, for, for many reasons. The pandemic has forced it in a way, uh, you know, whether working from anywhere, working from home, coming back to the office in a hybrid model. And now the accessibility of talent uh, is different. Um, so, uh, I think there will be a lot of focus on um, how you can attract those talents into the industry in general, not just procurement, but procurement is one of them, uh, and how you can develop and retain those talents for the long run, uh, because it's very costly for any organization to keep treating on, on talents and keep bringing new talents and training them and losing them again. Uh, that's one element. The, the other element is the new gen, kind of the generation uh, will change between our, our age and the new uh, graduates. And uh, they feel like two or three years of their job is too long. And, and, uh, and that's, that's, a, that's a problem. They want to they wanna grow fast. They want to become managers and directors in like a handful of years. Um, and, and that yeah, I think the dynamics of, of the exposure to technology and information, you know, with, with AI, with chat GBT and everything is going on in the world, it, it makes things uh, more accessible faster. And the cycle for talents become shorter. And and that's that's what we're seeing. Um, and, and that's where leadership plays into it, how you and culture uh, in particular. That's why a lot of companies, they focus on culture. They're really doubling down on culture now with, with the three years of pandemic that kind of loosen up that culture a little bit and, and, and they felt that on their top line or bottom line that, that the productivity is coming down a little bit. They want to just uh, pick it up and tighten things up. Uh, so I think it's going to continue to become a challenge, but it's a good challenge. Uh, you know, it's a good challenge for any leader to, to understand the importance of, of uh, uh, talents, how to attract them, how to retain them, and uh, how to manage the team and lead the team into the future. While recruitment is an important piece of the puzzle, retaining staff is equally key. Fadi reveals the value of keeping people motivated to stay within a procurement function. I think uh... You know, I can speak to myself. Is 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 really around uh, making jobs more interesting to people, 
and caring about people's career path. Uh, it's not just about you. I'm hiring you to develop to to do the job. It's I'm hiring you because I I look at you as an asset, and I look at you as a growing and evolving asset in my organization. And uh, if, if you want to grow into another role later on, I will help you. If you want to grow into different business unit outside of procurement, I will help you as well, or outside the organization, even outside the company. That's fine. So there is a human connection that needs to be developed uh, between leaders and their teams, uh, a caring and genuine connection. And that's really what, what matters. At the end of the day, we're, we're, we're a part of uh, not just our connection is not just tied to that role. It's it's beyond that. And I think uh, as talents, I like to attract talents from different uh, parts of, of, of the businesses, not just like a procurement or finance professional. I've, I've had project managers. I've had salespeople coming into procurement. I've had cost engineers and engineers coming into procurement. And they all stick there to a certain point for many years because they loved it and they made a career out of it. It's like, wow, I didn't know that procurement was that cool. And for me, it's success is by just making them feel that they belong and they can grow into the space. And if they chose to go outside of procurement later on, that's fine. They're on with the procurement because I think procurement gives you a lot of perspective that you don't see in other areas. And then you can grow your job to, to whatever you want to do in the future. They have more appetite to learn and leverage technology um, and, and learn more, more tricks. And I think... Uh, at some point, we're we're all gonna be technologists uh, in order to operate. It's like what, the way we operate Microsoft Word document right now, uh, or an Excel spreadsheet. That's how you gotta be able to operate the system, uh, because systems are, are you know, and technologies they become more accessible. And now with like uh, artificial intelligence, things are even getting much more easier and much more powerful. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to look at the chat GPT. I mean, it's amazing. Just write a sentence and it kind of returns a whole uh, research or a study or a response or analysis or even contract. <laughs> so, so that's going to make a lot of lawyers uncomfortable. I think it, it brings uh, the, the, the power of uh, smart data, of how you leverage not just a process or, or a link to a website, it's, it analyzes information and brings the best to you. And sometimes it takes action on it. So I, I've played with it a little bit with kind of uh, throwing some problem solving when it comes to contracts. It actually analyzes data and, and based on what you said or you provided before, it can create a very logical response. And it's actually impressive. You can build a lot of businesses around that. Whether in customer support, in marketing, in in, in procurement, um, I think it's going to be transformational, in my view, because now everybody is trying to build on that, and uh, and I know there has been some solution powering, uh, you know, leveraging AI and to a certain extent, um, and I think this is this is the time where we're transitioning or transforming procurement from being a process focus. RPA, using automation, you know, the whole robotic process automation concept to be data focused, using intelligent uh, algorithm 
to, to really crawl the data and get insights and take action on those insights. And remember that historically data was untapped in a big way, like 90, 90, more than 90% of your data wasn't used. And now we get more access to deeper data and we can leverage that data to our advantage, to mitigate risk, to build relationship, to find savings for compliance. So there's so many opportunities that we can leverage that space into. And that's very interesting to a lot of uh, young people, to a lot of professionals and to customers and, and business and C-levels. I think uh, we didn't have this because uh, I think there has been uh, some hurdles. I would say it's a progressive aspect, right? I, I think uh, we've done some strides, but it was very concentrated. See, technology adoption is a big thing. Internet became accessible because it became cheap and everybody can do it, like a utility. Search was accessible because Google opened up a search or, or other, other websites as well, opened up a search to the common. Everybody was able to plug in a word and click search and you'll get millions of records. So that gave a huge um, advantage to everybody to access information. Uh, YouTube democratized video and learning. It's amazing. You can just have a PhD degree on YouTube. Like literally, you can learn any craft you want. I mean, I have no clue. I, when I started cooking, I, I, I have a five-year-old. I do, I do cook myself because I learned on YouTube how to do it. <laughs> it's like literally, I had no idea how to cook. But you, you get better because you have access to that information. So I think uh, with, with the AI and ChatGPT open AI, which is an open platform that everybody can access. You don't have to be an organization. You, have, you don't have to spend a lot of money on it. Now it's accessible. You're touching it. You experience it. Uh, you can explore the power of the platform. Then you want it, basically, right? It's a, sales, it's a sales pitch, basically. You go and try that car, right? Electric car, you love it, that Tesla. You love how it feels, you love how it dries, you want it, right? It's similar. It's now adoption is going to be much faster. And that's why a lot of companies you'll hear and like, uh, you'll see a lot of companies now uh, coming up with products uh, on ChatGPT like, uh, because they want to ride that wave. They want to be part of that uh, success journey. I think the latter. I think that will position uh, people to do more interesting work. And, uh, you know, I always say it's, it's uh, you know, you have to transform your job every day. You have to find a better ways to do your job more efficiently and smartly, because that's going to help you uh, first in, in growing as a person, get more access to information and decision making. Uh, and also keep up with the technology advancement because nobody wants to do a mundane task of data entry where a, an RPA or an AI engine can, can do it in a second. And they can do it perfectly fine without being sick, without errors, without uh, emissions uh, and, and like that. Uh, so there is no way we can compete with machine. And I think that's a wrong strategy. You always want to use that emotional human intelligence to your advantage. And we have a big differentiator over, over computers. So we're not competing with computers. Computers are working for us. That's the way we have to think about our jobs is computers are trying to make our job easier 
so we can move to the next best thing. And, and the biggest risk is for people that are stagnant, they don't want to evolve. That, that's really where those are the team members that we want to work on, work with, and help them see the light so they can get outside of their comfort zone to places where they can evolve and remain relevant to the marketplace. of procurement clearly moving in a digital direction amid a seismic tech revolution, Fanny is adamant that procurement is in a period of immense possibility armed with untapped potential. I can tell you the way the industry is heading, procurement is becoming even more important in the center of business excellence. It's not anymore just about cost savings. Cost savings is going to happen no matter what. It's part of the DNA. Uh, they're going to be more of a strategic thinkers and business enablers. So you're thinking big, big, uh, kind of um, big picture. You understand the market. You have ability to uh, predict what's coming up. Uh, new trends whether it depends what industry you work uh, you, you work in, uh, whether products, forecasting, technology, advancement, uh, um, operational excellence, obviously there's always innovation in that space. Uh, again, uh, let's think about it, uh, whether it's a robotics or uh, artificial intelligence, at the end of the day, those two systems, uh, they work out of algorithm, a program that was coded. So they're limited to the capability of that program based on the data that was provided to them. They're not going to go above and beyond. Um, the human brain can go way above and beyond, right? Because we have something called imagination. And I think that imagination is always that dimension that gives us a competitive edge over everything else. And uh, yeah, going back to your question, I think I think procurement is, is the future of procurement is going to be very interesting uh, the craft's going to transform uh, into more business enablement. Uh, and there will be many branches for procurement in the future, uh, not just restricted to procurement, sourcing, supply chain. Um, business enablement is going to be a big one. Transformational leadership is going to be another one. Uh, thought leadership, uh, what, what's, the, what's the new thing, next best thing? There will be a lot of uh, creativity and innovation in the space as well. So I think COVID uh, taught us uh, a lot of lessons, um, whether one, one is uh, in supply chain, uh, you know, that we are so concentrated and, uh, you know, we've gone through this wave of going to uh, specific countries because of uh, labor advantage uh, and manufacturing advantage. And then when things happen, we have disruption in how we move products between countries and continents. So we had a major supply chain issues. I think uh, access to data and information is going to be a big advantage uh, as to where things are, um, how we can engage uh, with source of supplies, how we can move products, um, how we can have a more localized or regionalized supply chain. Uh, and that's the big lesson to, to, to be learned for the future. I think robotics will make it more affordable for companies to have a distributed supply chain. Uh, and, 
in addition to working flexibility, uh, which is a big, big plus. I mean, a lot of uh, businesses got impacted because they don't know how to operate from anywhere or from home. They didn't have the right internet access or, uh, gosh, I don't have a laptop for every employee or... Exactly. Exactly. And, and we saw, saw that, especially in our uh, offshore offices, uh, because usually the office uh, internet accessibility is much more powerful than the you know, utility in the residential, the residential areas. Um, so I think with, with technology that, that can solve that as well, uh, having the right Wi-Fi, MiFi, et cetera, accessibility and working flexibly, uh, I think we got ahead of that. So there's a lot of lessons to be learned. Um, also technology from a, uh, a lot of company, they went uh, to the cloud from a brick and mortar uh, perspective. You can order anything online today, anything, like any service, any product, grocery, food, uh, clothing, uh, anything, um, you know, except maybe daycare or schooling. You have to do self-performance, right? As a parent, you have to take care of that business. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I think that we will be in a better shape. Hopefully, it doesn't repeat again. Uh, and hopefully, whatever caused it to spread out, we, we have now the resources and the knowledge to stop it. Yeah, it is bright. I think it's that's why I like the space and I continue to be passionate about procurement because I think the future is very bright. Uh, it has that dimension of innovation uh, into the future and uh, coping with technology and advancement. And, uh, um, you know, uh, I'm excited about what the future is going to bring to the, the, the craft. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the CPO Strategy Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, make sure that you subscribe or like our social media pages so that you never miss an episode. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the CPO Strategy Podcast, brought to you by CPO Strategy Magazine and B2E Media Limited. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to like, subscribe and review. And don't forget to check out our podcast archive at www.cpostrategypodcast.com.